All right, welcome back to a Halloween edition of Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. Tonight, our main topic will be conspiracy theories. But before we get into that, I would like to go ahead and submit to you, for your listening pleasure, some of our submitted stories that haven't quite made it into topics this month, but deserve to be featured on Halloween because they're just so spooky. All right. With that being said, let's jump right into the stories. Alright, let's jump into the origins of Halloween. I mean, I think it helps set the mood for our storytelling. So, we hop over to History.com, because they just wrote an article a couple days ago about Halloween and all of its origins. So, let's dig into it. All right. Halloween is a holiday celebrated each year on October 31st, and Halloween 2022 will occur on Monday, October 31st. The tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 18th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor All Saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve, and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festive gatherings, donning costumes, and eating treats. But what are the ancient origins of Halloween? Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celt, who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France, celebrated the new year on November 1st. This day marked the end of the summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Celts believe that on the night before the new year, the boundary between worlds of the living and dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain, when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. In addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts thought that the presence of otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. For a people entirely Dependent on the volatile nature, natural world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long winter. To commemorate the event, Druids built huge sacred bonfires, where the people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. When the celebration was over, they relit their hearth fires, which they had extinguished earlier that evening, from the sacred bonfire to help protect them during the coming winter. By AD 43, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of Celtic territory. In the course of 400 years that they ruled the Celtic lands, two festivals of Roman origin were combined with the traditional Celtic celebration of Samhain. The first was... Feralia, a day in late October where the Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. 
The second was a day to honor Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. The symbol of Pomona is the apple, and the incorporated of this celebration into Samhain probably explains the tradition of bobbing for apples that is practiced today on Halloween. All Saints Day On May 13, AD 609, Pope Boniface IV dedicated the Pantheon in Rome in honor of Christian martyrs, and the Catholic feast of All Martyrs Day was established in the Western Church. Pope Gregory III later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as all martyrs, and moved the observance from May 13th to November 1st. By the 9th century, the influence of Christianity had spread into Celtic lands, where it gradually blended with, the, with and supplanted older Celtic rites. In AD 1000, the church made November 2 All Souls Day, a day to honor the dead. It's widely believed today that the church was attempting to replace the Celtic Festival of the Dead with the related church-sanctioned holiday. All Souls Day was celebrated similarly to Samhain, with big bonfires, parades, and dressing up in costumes, such as saints, angels, and devils. All Saints Day celebration was also called All Hallows, or All Hallowmas, from Middle English. Al Hallowmas, meaning All Saints Day. And the night before it, the traditional night of Samhain in the Celtic religion began to be called All Hallows Eve and eventually Halloween. Halloween comes to America. The celebration of Halloween was extremely limited to colonial New England because of the rigid Protestant belief systems there. Halloween was much more common in Maryland and the southern colonies. As the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and the American Indians meshed, a distinctly American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations included play parties, which were public events held to celebrate the harvest. Neighbors would share stories of the dead, tell each other's fortunes, sing, and dance. Colonial Halloween festivities also featured the telling of ghost stories and mischief-making of all kinds. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivities were common, but Halloween was not yet celebrated everywhere in the country. The second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new immigrants. These new immigrants, especially millions of Irish fleeing the Irish potato famine, helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally. History of trick-or-treating? Borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money, a practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. Young women believed that on Halloween they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple parings, or mirrors. In the late 1800s, there was a move in America to mold Halloween into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghosts, pranks, and witchcraft. At the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focused on games, foods of the season, and festive costumes. Parents were encouraged by newspaper and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of Halloween de decorations. 
Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the 20th century. By the 1920s and 30s, Halloween had become a secular but community-centered holiday, and parades and town-wide Halloween parties as featured entertainment. Despite the best efforts of many schools and communities, vandalism began to plague some celebrations in many communities during this time. By the 1950s, town leaders had successfully limited vandalism, and Halloween had evolved into a holiday directed mainly at the young. Due to the high numbers of young children during the 50s baby boom, parties moved to town civic centers into the classroom or home, where they could be more easily accommodated. Between 1920 and 1950, the centuries-old practice of trick-or-treating was also revived. Trick-or-treating was a relatively inexpensive way for an entire community to share the Halloween celebration. In theory, families could also prevent tricks being played on them by providing the neighborhood children with small treats. Thus, a new American tradition was born. And it has continued to grow. Today, Americans spend an estimated $6 billion annually on Halloween, making it the country's second largest commercial holiday after Christmas. So, it's cool that uh, we come to our fall time of year and celebrate and kind of acknowledge the dead and everything creepy and spooky. So with that being said, let's jump into some spooky submitted stories and then get into our main topic. All right, to begin our stories, um, these may cover everything from nighttime visitors to haunted houses and dreams um, and everything in between. So we look at some of our stories submitted. Um, I know that there was a couple of TikToks that I saw recently about people asking the date and time in their dreams, as mentioned in our dream episode. But they gave a view that was kind of interesting. One went and asked what the date was. And, you know, they started looking really intimidating. And she was like, this is my dream. I can ask whatever I want. <laughs> and they were trying to stop her from doing that. Another said that she was surrounded by a group of people and she leaned over and asked what time it was. And they all started looking at her menacingly. And a guy next to her said, we don't do that shit here. And then she woke up. And then she was feeling kind of sleepy. So she fell back asleep and she saw an entity that said, don't do that. I have the power to make you fall asleep or wake up whenever I want. And then he said, wake up. And she woke up. So she's telling everybody, don't try that. <laughs> so I thought I would pass on the message. In a dream that I had recently, I was driving uh, and we were driving in a car and I asked the driver, who is my friend, Post Malone. When did he sell his soul to the devil? He slammed on the brakes and the sky went dark as he asked why I would ask that in a dream. And then I woke up. Very cool. All right. I was sleeping in my room when I heard something like a click and then felt a buzzing in my body. I opened my eyes and seeing an unformed, dark, black, misty hand reaching around my privacy screen I have in my room. 
I say unformed as in no hard edges to it. It was like black mist and curled like a cat's tail curling and moved around the corner of the screen. I sleep with fairy lights on so I could see very clearly. It wasn't a darkness movement hallucination. It then moved back hiding behind the screen. I wasn't dreaming and my whole body reacted by shaking in fear at the shock of seeing that. I mustered up all my courage and said out loud, no. Then turned over, noticing that all my arm hair was standing on end. I went back to sleep eventually. Sounds crazy, I know. But whether I'm seeing things or it's real, I know what I saw. Alright. This was a submitted story sent to me on Facebook. This incident takes place about 10 miles outside of the small town of Bristow, Oklahoma. The actual middle of nowhere. My great uncle bought this land in the 70s and built a house on it, lived there for 30 years until he passed and left my father the land and the house. I was living on the east coast at the time and was homesick and wanted to change, so I decided to move back. Within the first month, something I can't explain happened. I need to preface by saying that my dad had a dog that absolutely hated me. It bit me in the face several times as a kid, but dad didn't have the heart to put her down. She only cared for him. One afternoon, I was lying on the sectional couch watching TV. The dog was on complete opposite side, and I heard and felt the wooden ladder move across the hardwood floor. The ladder was out of my field of vision while laying and watching TV. The dog immediately got super nervous and stared at where the ladder was. Two minutes later, I heard the ladder screech across the floor again. I jumped up, turned around, and just stared at the ladder. Nothing ever happened when I was looking. As soon as I lay back down on the couch, facing away and watching TV, the ladder moves again. The dog that hates me, that has been staring in the direction of the ladder nonstop, and started whining. Maggie, the dog, gets up and literally sits on my lap, whining incessantly. The dog wouldn't come to me if I had steak to offer totally out of character for her. This was five or six times that I'd look away and watch the TV, then the ladder would screech. Really starting to get anxious, though I thought it was going crazy. Then the sound from the attic started happening. Booming sounds that sounded like a giant man was jumping up and down repeatedly across the attic, pounding on the north side and on the south side simultaneously. The pounding was everywhere up above. I was freaking out at this point, and I grabbed my keys and yelled, I'm leaving, mother effers. Drove to Tulsa and didn't go back for a couple days. Told my father and he laughed it off. Fast forward two years. Very quiet for a while. One night I was in my room with my young dog. I heard rustling outside, cans moving around. Obviously it was raccoons or a possum. Then the pounding started, like a Clydesdale was stomping on the earth. There was no mistaking it. I could hear the power. Something outside was stamping the ground over and over. Then the growling started. There was no mistaking it. It repeatedly said, growled my name, many times. My little dog was whining as she, and as close to me as she could get. I was so shook, I was shaking. Locked up so bad, I couldn't look out the window, afraid I would see something I couldn't forget. I remember the growl was unlike anything I'd ever heard. 
animalistic but pure hate. Won't ever forget how much of a coward I was when I heard that thing growl my name several times. It was straight fear. This one was submitted. Hi, Andrew. Personal experience. I have them daily. I'm a medium and shaman. I'm eighth generation medium. I work with people all over the world. I read from photos. I have a very high success rate and accuracy. I've worked with people finding lost loved ones and finding bodies. I've worked for law enforcement in the UK and states with a very high success rate. They won't acknowledge this, though, as it won't look good on records. I do investigation and clear homes of dead. I have dealt with four demonic entities in my time, and I have had very difficult cases. I have had visions of angels, seen pass over, people being taken by the hand and taken to the light. I have lots of stories. We'll send one over separate. I tend to find people come to me more of chance meeting than they recommend me. I never charge for my service. As for spiritual feelings, I do believe in God and the devil. I've been on both sides, but I also believe it's deeper than us, and I believe in spirits and the elements. I'm a white witch. I've studied and I've been taught witchcraft by grandmother, great-grandmother, one of my descendants, was burnt at the stake in the 1600s for witchcraft. I've also been taught and studied black arts. I've used black arts to help rid certain entities and to protect people and punish bad people, but need to know it's very real. Actions have consequences and need to look at the big picture. I also do lots of work with people with terminal illness and relatives. I have abilities to also touch someone and show them what I see, feel, not just show them the dead, but to show them how they're seen. I can also use my gifts ability to lower people's blood pressure, calm them, make them feel different emotions, etc. People who I've done readings for overseas will often complain of migraines after I've read them. Right? Hi, Andrew. I do have one that has never been explained to me. If anything, would be great, and if you like the story, you're welcome to share it. When I was about eight years old, I lived in Jefferson City, Missouri. My parents were having a small get-together out the front porch with their friends. It was the middle of summer. It was a very hot evening. I ended up getting sick, and growing up in a low-income family, we didn't have a home with central air. We had a window unit and all slept in one bedroom. My brother and I had cots on the floor. Because I wasn't feeling well, my dad told me I could lay in their bed, and he would move me later. I went to sleep, and I woke up very scared. I rolled over, and through this, through this split in the curtain that was open, through the moonlight, I saw it. All the words I can use to describe this thing was a man, very skinny, and it was sitting in the tree, legs crossed, and its arms fashioned in a way it looked at me, meditating. I didn't know what it was doing then at eight years old, but it terrified me. I screamed and started calling for my dad. He looked out the window and claimed he didn't see what I was seeing. Later in my adult life, before he passed, he told me he did in fact see what I saw. He told me he didn't because he had no clue what it was and didn't want to scare me further. That night, I remember him putting me back to bed, closed the curtain, and told me it was all okay. 
and sometimes dreams will make us see things when we're half asleep. When we talked about it all them years later, he said after he left me, he went outside to the back of the house and it was gone. No one ever found out what it was, and I wish that I had known. The house was full of weird things. I used to see faces in mirrors, lots of shadows. I used to hear like a radio was playing in different rooms in the house, like talking, but no one was ever there. The paranormal has not stopped haunting me. I've never had a quiet house. I'm starting to think maybe I'm the one with the attachments, or I'm like a light in the spirit world, and I'm gravitated to. Alright. Alright. I have experienced a few things, but never scary. One time, I was lying in bed with my eyes closed, and it felt like a cat was walking around the bed. I got up to go to the bathroom, and my cat was sound asleep in another room. I did my business and went back to bed. I felt like someone was there, so I said, what's your name? And it was the loudest sound ever right by my left ear, like a loud whisper. I know it sounds weird, but that's the best way I can describe it. It was so loud my hair should have moved upwards, like when you're really close to a speaker. It said, Dan. That's what I heard. I was totally stunned, and I think I scared it. I tried reaching out after I got over my surprise, but it was gone and didn't want to say anymore. I did not feel threatening, though. All right. I'm going to try to shorten this down as much as I can. I inherited my property from my mom approximately 50 years ago when there was a drowning of a little girl there. When I moved into my house, no one lived in it for 10 years, and it had animals in it. It wasn't too long after I had moved in that things started to happen. I could always hear chattering or people talking. You could never make out what they were saying. I thought maybe someone was playing a joke on my mom and put a clock radio in the wall that would turn on and off. I almost broke down my walls. I was scared I was having mental illness until someone who was staying at my house told me they experienced the same thing. We never ever talked about it. We never ever talked about anything paranormal about this place. After I had seen, I believe, the Grim Reaper type of person walk into my bedroom, hair gets pulled at times, heard someone clearing their throat a few times as I lay in bed, there's always something happening in the house or on the property. The woman moved out of my house, but she did say she encountered paranormal activity before, but never on the scale of my place. Not every day, day in, day out, but I have had people on my property see a huge UFO. Approximately a year later, I can't wrap my head around it. There was an orb at least 15 feet around the yard. It lit up everything. It was the whitest, purest light I've ever seen in my life. You could read a newspaper. You could thread eye of a needle. There was no moon. It was black as black. I'm looking for answers. Now as I am at the end of life, I do not have much time left. I'd like to solve a little piece of this puzzle. Someone had said they maybe I have a portal on my land. They also said I could get very, very sick. Shortly after that, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer. I wonder if it's all connected. All right. 
that seems to be the end of our submitted stories. So with that, I will get into the main topic. All right, let's take a short break. All right, let's jump into our main subject, conspiracy theories. Where did they come from? And do people really believe them? All right, let's jump into it and see what kind of articles we can find on it. All right, we jump over to Live Science, who has an article by Benjamin Radford, 13 of the best conspiracy theories. From the faked moon landing to wild ideas about the JFK's assassination, conspiracy theories and believers abound. Conspiracy. Just saying the word in conversation can make people politely edge away, looking for someone who won't corner them with wild theories about how Elvis, John F. Kennedy, and Bigfoot are cryogenically frozen in an underground bunker. Conspiracies are sometimes real. The Watergate break-in is a good example of a political conspiracy that actually happened. But thanks to the social media algorithms that push users towards ever more emotional, conspiratorial content, it's probably never been easier for false conspiracy theories to spread. The top conspiracy theories are often very difficult to dislodge. Some may contain grains of truth or feed an emotional need for believers and hardcore believers are adept at rationalizing away evidence that contradicts their beliefs. Eyewitnesses who dispute the conclusion of even the biggest conspiracy theories are mistaken, according to believers, or part of the conspiracy. The truth, however, is out there. The 9-11 Conspiracies The evidence is overwhelming that the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001, were indeed the result of a conspiracy. A conspiracy of Osama bin Laden and a crew of mostly Saudi hijackers. This is too simple for some, though. Conspiracy theories have a variety of much more complex explanations for what happened at the World Trade Center and Pentagon that day, often involving insider knowledge by President George Bush, Vice President Dick Cheney, and top Bush advisors. Some famous conspiracy theories rely on anti-Semitic tropes, such as the attacks being orchestrated by Israel. Many claim that because jet fuel can't melt steel beams, the Twin Towers must have been brought down by a controlled demolition of bombs planted before the planes hit. A 2006 NOVA documentary debunked these claims. It is in fact quite possible for the columns holding up skyscrapers to fail catastrophically when exposed to fires burning on multiple floors. Others claim, uh, others' claims are refuted by simple logic. If a hijacked airplane did not crash into the Pentagon, as is often claimed, then where is Flight 77 and its passengers? In many conspiracy theories, bureaucratic incompetence is often mistaken for conspiracy. Our government is so efficient, knowledgeable, and capable, so the reasoning goes, that it could not possibly have botched the job so badly in de detecting the plot ahead of time or responding to the attacks. Princess Diana's murder. 
Within hours of Princess Diana's death on August 31st, 1997, in a Paris highway tunnel, conspiracy theories swirled. As was the case with the death of John F. Kennedy, the idea that such a beloved, high-profile figure could be so could be killed so easily and suddenly was a shock. There was especially true of Princess Diana. Royalty die of old age, political intrigue, or eating too much rich food. They don't get killed by a common drunk driver. Unlike many conspiracy theories, though, this one had a billionaire prompt promoting it. Mohammed al-Fayed, the father of Dodi al-Fayed, was killed along with Diana. Al-Fayed claims that the accident was in fact an assassination by British intelligence agencies at the request of the royal family. Al-Fayed's claims were examined and dismissed as baseless in a 2006 inquiry. The following year, at Diana's request or inquest, the coroner stated that the conspiracy theory advanced by Muhammad al-Fayed has been minutely examined and shown to be without any substance. On April 7, 2008, the coroner's jury concluded that Diana and al-Fayed were unlawfully killed due to negligence by their drunk chauffeur and the pursuing paparazzi, the New York Times reported. Subliminal Advertising Ever been watching a movie and suddenly get the munchies? Or sitting on your sofa watching TV and suddenly get an irresistible urge to buy a new car? If so, you may be victim to a subliminal advertising conspiracy. Proponents of this conspiracy include Wilson Brian Key, author of Subliminal Seduction, and Vance Packard, author of The Hidden Persuaders, both of whom claimed that subliminal subconscious messages in advertising were rampant and damaging. Though the books caused a public outcry and led to FCC hearings, much of both books has since been discredited, and several key studies of the effects of subliminal advertising were revealed to have been faked. In the 1980s, concern over subliminal messages spread to brands such as Styx and Judas Priest, with the latter band even being sued in 1990 for allegedly causing a teen suicide with subliminal messages. The case was dismissed. Subliminal mental processing does not exist and can be tested. But just because a person perceives something, a message or advertisement, for example, subconsciously means very little by itself. There is no inherent benefit of subliminal advertising over regular advertising any more than there would be in seeing a flash of a commercial instead of the full 20 seconds. Getting a person to see something for a split second is easy. Filmmakers do it all the time. Watch the last few frames in Hitchcock's classic, Psycho. Getting a person to buy or do something based on a split second is another matter entirely. The Moon Landing Hoax I had a guy one time take me down a rabbit trail on YouTube about this. NASA landed astronauts on the moon in 1969, but by the 1970s, a bizarre conspiracy emerged that the moon landing never happened. The conspiracy was described in a 1976 self-published book, We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion swindle, and a 1978 Capricorn one. Even as late as 2001, there was a documentary by Fox called Conspiracy Theory, Did We Land on the Moon? 
they gave airtime to the claims that the whole Apollo moon landing was faked. There are plenty of debunkings of various moon hoax claims, and then there's the issue of hundreds of pounds of moon rocks that have been studied around the world and verified as being extraterrestrial origin. How did NASA get the rocks, if not during the moon landing? Why would scientists from around the globe willingly participate in an American space agency's hoax? Many astronauts have been offered by the implications or offended by the implications that they fake their accomplishments. In 2002, when conspiracy theory theorist Bart Sebrel confronted Buzz Aldrin and called him a coward and a liar for faking the moon landing, the 72-year-old punched Sebrel in the jaw. Paul McCartney's death. Paul McCartney is not dead. As of mid-2022, he is still touring, or he was still touring. In fact, he probably still would be if the corona pandemic hadn't canceled his gigs. He gives interviews, he has a website, and he occasionally appears in the tabloids. Pretty good for a guy with some conspiracy theories, think died in 1966. The Paul is Dead conspiracy goes like this. On November 9, 1966, Paul McCartney got into an argument with the other Beatles, stormed out of the studio, and was promptly decapitated in a car accident. To cover the whole thing up, the band hired a look-alike and sound-alike. After going through all this trouble, the band then took great pains to drop clues in their album covers and lyrics to hint to the public that something was amiss. For example, on the cover of Abbey Road album, all four Beatles are photographed striding across a zebra crossing, but only McCartney is barefoot and out of step with the other three. This must mean something, right? Despite public denials by the band and many, many public appearances by McCartney, fans couldn't let it be and came together to look for more clues. John F. Kennedy's Assassination John F. Kennedy was shot in 1963 in a Dallas motorcade, but did Lee Harvey Oswald act alone, or was there a second gunman on the grassy knoll? These questions are the gateway to a vast arena of conspiracy theories that have spawned endless speculation in hundreds of books, articles, and films. It didn't help that Lee Harvey Oswald was murdered in the basement of Dallas police headquarters while surrounded by police officers only two days after the assassination, and by a guy with ties to the mob. The whole thing stunk, people figured. Plenty of shadowy culprits have been suggested as the masterminds of Kennedy assassination, Fidel Castro's government, or maybe anti-Castro activists, organized crime, or the CIA, or Vice President Lyndon Johnson. Or, well, the thing about President is, it turns out, they have a lot of enemies. The Warren Commission report, produced by the official investigation into Kennedy's death, found no evidence of overarching conspiracies, though plenty of theories still flourish. Roswell Crash and Cover-Up There is one fact that almost all skeptics and believers agree on. Something crashed on a remote ranch outside of Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. The government at first claimed it was some sort of saucer then retracted the statement and claimed it was a weather balloon. Yet the best evidence suggests that it was neither a flying saucer nor a weather balloon, 
but instead a high-altitude, top-secret military balloon dubbed Project Mogul. As it turns out, descriptions of the wreckage first reported by the original eyewitnesses very closely match photos of the Project Mogul balloons, down to the silvery finish and strange symbols on its side. The stories about crashed alien bodies did not surface until decades later, and in fact, no one considered the Roswell crash as anything extraterrestrial or unusual until 30 years later, when a book on the topic was published. There was indeed a cover-up, but it did not hide a crash saucer. Instead, it hit a Cold War-era spying program. Protocols of the Elders of Zion The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion is a hoaxed, anti-Semitic book that purportedly purported to reveal a Jewish conspiracy to achieve world domination. It first appeared in Russia in 1905 and described how Christians' morality, finances, and health would be targeted by a small group of powerful Jews. The anti-Semitic idea that there is a Jewish conspiracy is nothing new, of course, and has been repeated by many prominent people, including Henry Ford and Mel Gibson. In 1920, Henry Ford paid to have half a million copies of the Protocols of the Elders of Zion published, and in the 1930s, the book was used by the Nazis as justification for his genocide against the Jews. In fact, Adolf Hitler referred to the Protocols in his book Mein Kampf. Though the book has been completely discredited as a hoax and forgery, it is still in print and remains widely circulated around the world. And this is why the stuff that's very relevant in the news today matters. <laughs> Not to get on a political or call anybody out, but this is why the anti-Semitic rhetoric that's being spread by so many people, including famous people right now, is so dangerous. One man, Henry Ford, paid to have half a million copies of this fake book published and circulated and the Nazis used it for justification for the Holocaust. Let that sink in. This is why that rhetoric is so dangerous. But I digress. I'm not getting into that. Alright, let's keep going. The Satanic Panic For years during the 1980s and 1990s, America became convinced that an underground network of Satanists was working together to kidnap, torture, and abuse children. None of it was real, but the conspiracy theories destroyed lives and livelihoods. The pinnacle was Geraldo Rivera's infamous NBC special, Devil Worship, Exposing Satan's Underground, which aired on October 28, 1988. Rivera relied on self-proclaimed Satanism experts, misleading and inaccurate statistics, crimes with only tenuous links to Satanism, and sensationalist media reports. It was the most viewed documentary in television history. There are over one million Satanists in this country, Rivera said, adding that the odds are they are in your town. The panic grew out of the idea that memories of abuse were often repressed and could be recovered with the help of hypnosis and a therapist. The idea was popularized in the 1980 book Michelle Remembers co-written by a Canadian psychiatrist and the patient he eventually married, 
ethics red flag, in which the eponymous Michelle recovers memories of supposed ritual satanic abuse conducted by her mother. In 1983, the panic exploded with the McMartin preschool trial in which a California parent accused daycare owners of sexually abusing her son. Police then sent a letter to the parents warning that their children may have been abused, urging the parents to ask what turned out to be a leading questions to a bunch of suggestible preschoolers. Further questioning by authorities continued in this vein, yielding alleged eyewitness accounts by children of networks of secret tunnels and witches flying through the air. After seven years, the daycare owners were eventually acquitted and had the charges dismissed. One was jailed for five years while awaiting trials and retrials. In the meantime, similar accusations spread throughout daycares around the country. Most were spurred by now discredited methods of questioning small children, methods that often led to children making sensational accusations because they wanted to please the authority figures questioning them. In 1992, report on a ritual crime, FBI agent Kenneth Lanning concluded that the rampant rumors around ritual Satanism were unfounded. Philip Stevens Jr., associate professor of anthropology at State University of New York at Buffalo, said that the widespread allegations of crimes by Satanists constitute the greatest hoax perpetuated upon the American people in the 20th century. All right, next up is chemtrails. As airplanes travel, they leave behind long water condensation trails called contrails. These cloud-like tracks dissipate quickly, but to some conspiracy theories, these condensation trails are much more nefarious. The chemtrails conspiracy holds that the condensation trails are full of other chemicals that scientists and governments are seeding into the atmosphere. Why? Pick your reason. It might be biological warfare, or population control, or geoengineering, or an attempt to manipulate the weather. Researchers who study things like clouds' impact on global temperature are often harassed by chemtrail believers who think they are part of a large-scale conspiracy to secretly spray unknown chemicals into the atmosphere, according to Harvard University's David Keith. A 2016 study even debunked chemtrails scientifically, finding no evidence of unusual contrails or unexplained contamination in the environment. But true believers aren't swayed, as The Guardian reported in 2017. Right, Barack Obama's birtherism. Some conspiracies, like chemtrails, percolate in the background of certain communities, never really penetrating the larger public. Others have big impacts. The Barack Obama birtherism conspiracy is one of the latter. Barack Obama, the 44th president of the United States, was born in 1961 in Honolulu, Hawaii. But as soon as Obama began his campaign for president in 2008, birthers began to circulate the conspiracy theory that Obama had actually been born in Kenya, the country of his father. 
They argued that this meant Obama was not a natural-born citizen of the United States, even though his mother was an American citizen. Thus, he could not become the president. Never mind that there were announcements of Obama's birth in the Honolulu newspaper, or that friends of Obama's mother remembered the day she went into labor. To combat the conspiracies, Obama not only had to release a copy of his birth certificate in 2008, but he had to follow up with the release of the original long-form document in 2011. Contrary to the hospital's usual policy of issuing computer copies of birth certificates as acceptable identification. In 2011, release reduced the number of Americans who believed in birtherism, according to Gallup polling, but many conservative political activists and pundits raised their profiles by advocating for birtherism. Among them, Donald Trump, who was at the same time the soon-to-be president. All right, COVID and 5G. Probably no event since 9-11 has spawned more conspiratorial thinking than the COVID-19 pandemic. There are conspiracies about the origin of the virus, as well as basically every government's reaction. Many people even believe doctors are lying about COVID-related deaths, blaming the virus for deaths with other causes. A distrust of big pharma, fomented for years by alternate medicine advocates like Kevin Trudeau, best-selling author of Natural Cures They Don't Want You to Know About, a textbook conspiratorial title, if they, there ever was one, have also been fed into conspiracies about medical treatment and vaccination. One of the odder conspiracies mixes long-standing fears of 5G wireless technology with fears about the virus. According to the COVID 5G conspiracy, Electromagnetic frequencies from cell phone towers undermine the immune system, making people sick with COVID. Researchers reported in 2020 in the journal Media International Australia. Another conspiracy theory claims that the COVID-19 vaccines contain tracking chips that connect to 5G networks. So the government, or possibly billionaire and vaccine philanthropist Bill Gates, can surveil everyone's movements. As CNBC points out, 5G chips are too large to fit through a vaccine syringe, and even the smallest RFID chip that could fit require a power source that couldn't make the squeeze. Oh good, I was hoping this would be on there. Birds aren't real. <laughs> I know I've bought the stickers and the t-shirts, but I look at it more of like a funny ha-ha. <laughs> but there are people that actually believe that birds are not real. <laughs> All right. When is a conspiracy not a conspiracy? When is it an elaborate piece of performance art? Or does that make it even more of a conspiracy theorist? The Birds Aren't Real Conspiracy is a movement developed by Peter McIndo, 23, who started spreading the idea in 2017. Until a December 2021 interview in the New York Times, McIndo stayed in character as a true believer, insisting in media interviews and online that birds aren't real, but rather they are surveillance drones made by the U.S. government. Birds Aren't Real has a staff. It has an organized real-life protest. It brought real-life billboards, and it emblazoned vans with their claim. The goal, says McIndo, 
is to parody the misinformation that Gen Z finds itself stewing in. Birds Aren't Real is not a shallow satire of conspiracies from the outside. It is from deep inside, he told the New York Times. A lot of people in our generation feel the lunacy in all this, and Birds Aren't Real has been a way for people to process that. The experiment revealed that conspiracies sometimes grow by credulity. Credulity. Local media sometimes report on birds aren't real as if it was something young people really believe rather than elaborate joke. Birds aren't real organizers hope the joke will become a force for good by exposing all the ways misinformation thrives. Yes, we have been intentionally spreading misinformation for the past four years, but it's with a purpose, McGindo said. It's about holding up a mirror to America in the internet age. I like that. All right, the earth is flat. Flat earth conspiracy theories first arose in the 1950s and have been given new life in the internet age. They're bizarre and almost quaint. After all, even ancient people knew the world was round. The Greeks even figured out the planet's circumference in the third century. Since then, astronauts have launched into space and seen the blue marble with their own eyes. But flat, flat Earth believers don't see beyond their own horizon. The line between Earth and the sky looks pretty flat, they figure, and all the rest of the evidence gets tossed out the window. On YouTube and message boards, flat earthers spend their time inventing weird psychic physics to try to explain how things like gravity and lunar eclipses could possibly work if the earth were a flat disk. Many are motivated by religious belief or the desire to see the universe as a more caring, human-centered place. Michael Wood, a lecturer in psychology at the University of Winchester in England, told Live Science in 2018, COVID treatments cause COVID deaths. The COVID vaccine contains 5G chips conspiracy theory is easy to mock, but a less absurd sounding conspiracy around COVID is very likely costing lives. Some people believe that the very drugs that can be used to treat COVID-19 are actually killing patients. This has led to stories about people infected with the disease who have refused effective drugs, like the antiviral remdesivir, because they put their trust in online alternative health sources who are often selling their own unproven treatments. One of these viral alt-health podcasters, a former chiropractor named Brian Artis, has also been spreading the bizarre notion that COVID-19 isn't even caused by a virus, but by snake venom injected into certain people by the Catholic Church and the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. No word on how the millions of people infected with COVID-19 at this point have failed to notice the Pope skulking around their bedroom with a syringe full of snake venom, but never mind. Artis, of course, sells his own life line of supplements meant to combat this imaginary venom. All right. Ooh, this is a fun one. Reptilians run the U.S. government. And if anybody listening believes these things, don't come at me. <laughs> I'm reading an article. And I would like to interview you if you believe some of these things. 
because some of them are fascinating. <laughs> the idea that the U.S. government, or perhaps the entire world government, is run by reptilian humanoids is out there, to say the least. And yet, people holding this belief have done real damage. For example, a man who denoted a bomb or detonated a bomb in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, on Christmas Day 2020, had written a friend about his belief that lizard people walked the planet, disguised as humans. Warner killed himself, damaging 41 buildings and injured three in the bombing. What's crazy about that bombing is I used to work a block over from there right up until the pandemic in 2020 started and then i moved home so that's crazy i knew exactly what street it happened on i was like i drive on that street to get back to my house <laughs> oh my gosh but i digress the idea of half lizard half human beings going way back with one academic tracing to it to a pulp fiction magazine story from 1929 british conspiracy theorist david ike had been a key spreader of the reptilian shapeshifters controlled the world conspiracy, with sometimes overlaps with the New World Order conspiracy theories that suggest that the elite cabal planned to institute authoritarian global government. These conspiracies often overlap with anti-Semitism, assigned this supposed cabal Jewish roots. The reptilian conspiracy theory got a small signal boost with the death of Queen Elizabeth II in September 2022. According to PolitiFact, Facebook flagged and removed multiple posts after the Queen's death calling the monarch a reptile and linking the strange video claiming the entire royal family is reptilian. Alright, very cool. Alright, let's hop into another article. I may have to skip around, as I'm sure many conspiracy theories will be repeated in different articles. So I go over to Futurism, where they have conspiracy claims the internet died years ago, by Tony Ho Tran. Not only that, but everything online is generated by bots. In between the anti-vaccine and flat earth diatribes, conspiracy theories often or occasionally come up with interesting and provocative ideas. A good example of a recent one is the dead internet theory. This theory states that the internet as we know it actually died sometime between 2016 and 2017, according to The Atlantic. However, this doesn't mean that the internet is gone necessarily. Rather, most of the people we see online doing things like publishing content, posting social media updates, and commenting are actually just bots. Bots everywhere. Alright, one of the more popular posts explaining the theory comes from the online forum Agora Rhodes Macintosh Cafe. In 20, January 2021, a user named Illuminati Pirate created a threat on the website titled, titled, Dead Internet Theory. Most of the internet is fake. 
It goes into how much of the internet is now created and managed by artificial intelligence and is filled with bots. I've never, or I've seen the same threads, the same pics, and the same replies reposted over and over across the years to the point of me seeing it as unremarkable, Illuminati Pirate said. Behind the death of the internet are corporations working in conjunction with the government to push propaganda and coerce actual users to purchase products. After all, there needs to be a shadowy puppet masters pulling the strings. I think it's entirely obvious that I'm subtly suggesting here, given this setup, Illuminati Pirate wrote on the thread, the U.S. government is engaging in artificial intelligence-powered gaslighting of the entire world population. Is it true? As with any good conspiracy theory, there's elements of truth peppered throughout this one. For one, there's no denying that the internet of today is wildly different than what it was even just a few years ago. As algorithms get more sophisticated, the online world becomes more curated and aggregated to the whims of a handful of corporations, if that. What we see online, then, is often a result of targeted AI and algorithms, ultimately taking users further and further away from organic experiences. It's lonely and frankly scary. But users can also take heart in the fact that much of the content they consume online from memes to TikToks to aggravating tweets are still being created by actual people, at least for now. All right, very cool. Don't know how I got that one. All right, we go over to popular mechanics. 30 Crazy Conspiracy Theories That People Actually Believe by Charlotte Chilton. It was written just a few days ago. Conspiracy theories are not a new concept, but they've taken on a new life thanks to the internet. Even in recent years, we've seen more than our fair share of misinformation online some rooted in historical details, others in fear. Here we take a look at the craziest conspiracy theories that people have actually believed over the years, from an earth within earth to Prince Charles being a closeted vampire. All right, this is one I haven't heard. Europe has been sucked into a black hole. The European Organization for Nuclear Research, CERN, is at the heart of a lot of crazy conspiracy theories, including people who believe when CERN discovered the Higgs boson, or boson in 2012, they inadvertently created a black hole, and Earth was sucked into it. These people think that the world ended in 2012, and we just haven't realized it yet. People have long discussed the conspiracy that Walt Disney used cryogenics technology to freeze himself when he died. Even though the Disney family refutes the claims, however, a new theory is that Walt Disney Company created Frozen as a way to hack Google's search algorithm and distract consumers from information that the late Walt Disney's possible Frozen procedure. <laughs> I've seen this one pop up again and again, and I'm sure there's an article that has more information on it, but the Denver International Airport is Illuminati's headquarters. The Illuminati leads to a conspiracy rabbit hole that we're not going to delve too far into in this article. 
except when it comes to Denver International Airport. Many Illuminati believers are convinced it was the secret group's headquarters. The airport has embraced the rumors by poking fun at it, but it hasn't stopped people from believing secret tunnels and lizard layers lurk beneath the building. The Earth is Hollow In 2014, scientists released a new unknown finding that the Earth's core, and let's just say conspiracy theories, took it and ran with it. After learning that we don't know much at all about the surface of the Earth and what lies beneath its layers, the hollow Earth theory gained traction. Some believers even think there's an Earth inside of Earth. Prince Charles is a vampire. Well, why? Well, the Prince of Wales is related to Vlad the Impaler, the inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula, and many royals in Charles's bloodline were known to have the disease Porphyra, which is an iron deficiency that caused people to be sensitive to sunlight. This one fits right at home in my podcast, but Bigfoot is real. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, call it what you will, but many people are convinced the elusive creature exists. For years, people have tried to track it down, resulting in videos and images often emerging of a tall, hairy animal walking upright. Alright, Nazis had a secret base in Antarctica. Rumors began circulating in the 1950s that the Nazis had a secret base in Antarctica that housed advanced technologies, like UFOs. However, since there's no evidence has ever been discovered to suggest that it's true, Cambridge researcher Colin Summerhays wrote a 21-page paper disputing the theory. We're all living in the Matrix. No, really. People think we're living in a real-life simulation. The theory is supported by crazy coincidences and happenings that occur during a glitch in the Matrix. This could be anything from recognizing the same background character to losing track of time. Alright, I always like that theory though. The moon isn't real. That's right, some people think the moon doesn't exist. This conspiracy theory has gained particular traction with flat earthers, and they think the moon is simply a projection. I've also heard people that think that we're in a dome. The Titanic didn't actually sink. This tragic accident has been the topic of many conspiracy theories over the years, including that it was another one of the company's ocean liners, the Olympic, that crashed into the iceberg, not the Titanic. But one sad fact remains. A ship did sink and approximately 1,500 passengers were killed. Apollo 17 wasn't the last moon mission. After the success of Apollo 17 in 1972, America stopped sending astronauts to the moon. NASA claimed they had logged all research they needed and government funding was reduced. But a movie about fictional Apollo 18 came out, and some now believe the mission was real and ended tragically when astronauts had a run-in with aliens. Ooh. Zombies can rise from the dead. The belief in zombies can be traced back to ancient Greece when they buried their dead with stones on top of them so they couldn't return from the grave. Even some people prepare for the zombie apocalypse today, just in case. (laughs) Wow, I haven't heard this one. Bill Gates is making fake snow. With extreme weather conditions across the United States in 2021, TikTokers stroked the fires on Bill Gates' conspiracy theory that he was creating fake snow that burns instead of melts. Spoiler alert, he wasn't. The Betts Mystery Sphere is alien material. The Betts Mystery Sphere has baffled the public since it was found by a couple in Florida in 1974. 
conspiracy theorists are convinced it's alien material, while others, such as the military, say it's a man-made object. Amelia Earhart was eaten by crabs. Amelia Earhart has been shrouded in mystery ever since her aircraft disappeared in 1937. While it's widely believed she ran out of fuel and crashed into the ocean, some think she landed by mistake on a deserted island and was eventually eaten by three-foot-long coconut crabs that inhabited the shores. The Loch Ness Monster lives in Scotland. Elusive in its nature, the Loch Ness Monster reportedly continues to live in Scottish Loch Ness Lake, and has captivated the public for thousands of years. Wow, I haven't heard this one. A solar flare caused the Titanic to sink. A study recently discovered that the northern hemisphere was experiencing a moderate to severe magnetic storm on the night of the ship's collision. Similar solar flares are known to cause power outages on Earth and could have affected the ship's radar and radio rescue sim signals. The Black Knight satellite is alien spacecraft. Many conspiracy theories are wary of a space object that has just been known as the Black Knight Satellite. While experts at NASA insist it's just space junk, some believe it's an alien spaceship. Sirens were responsible for shipwrecks. Call them the original conspiracy theories, but sailors have often claimed that mystical women dubbed sirens would lure them to the rocks and cause shipwrecks back in the day. Planet X is home to a world called Nibiru. When news of an undiscovered planet in the solar system was revealed, many were fascinated and excited. However, some thought that Planet X housed the theoretical world called Nibiru that would lead to an apocalypse on April 23, 2018. Looks like we made it, people. Queen Elizabeth I was a man. Some believe that Queen Elizabeth I died as a child, and to prevent the end of the royal line, she was replaced with a young boy. This theory is said to explain why the ruler remained chaste throughout her reign. The Abominable Snowman Lives in Asia Much like Bigfoot, the Abominable Snowman has long been a mythical creature that the public has tried to find for thousands of years. The lore of this conspiracy? Large foot tracks found in the snow of a two-legged human-like animal. Reader's Digest, where they have an article, 12 Crazy Conspiracy Theories That Actually Turned Out to Be True by Lauren Can. They say the truth is stranger than fiction, and that's no lie. All of these so-called conspiracy theories turned out to be legitimate. Number one, the, pro the horror of Project Sunshine. Laughing at conspiracy theories is good fun, at least until they turn out to be true. Take the conspiracy surrounding Project Sunshine, for example. In the wake of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the U.S. government commenced a major study to measure the effects of nuclear fallout on the human body. Conspiracy? The government was stealing dead bodies to do radioactive testing. The truth? The government was stealing parts of dead bodies. Because they needed young tissue, they recruited a worldwide network of agents to find recently deceased babies and children, and they'd take samples or even limbs each collected without notification or permission of more than 1,500 grieving families. The world only woke up to the horrific scientific history of Project Sunshine half a century later, but there are still lots of unexplained mysteries out there. Number two, bad booze. Conspiracy? 
During Prohibition, the government poisoned alcohol to keep people from drinking. The truth? Manufacturers of industrial alcohol had been mixing their product with dangerous chemicals for years prior to Prohibition. But between 1926 and 1933, the federal government pushed manufacturers to use stronger poisons to discourage bootleggers from turning the alcohol into moonshine. That didn't stop the bootleggers or their customers, and by the end of Prohibition, more than 10,000 Americans had been killed by tainted booze. Much of the illegal booze was sold in infamous night spots called speakeasies, so-called from the practice of speaking quietly about such a place in public, or when inside it, so not to alert the police or neighbors. Number three, the first lady who ran the United States. Conspiracy? A stroke rendered United States President Woodrow Wilson incapable of governing, and his wife surreptitiously stepped in. The truth, Wilson did suffer a debilitating stroke toward the end of his presidency, but the government felt it was the country's best interest to keep things quiet. The public didn't learn about the stroke for months, during which time his wife, Edith Wilson, was making most executive decisions. Despite Miss Wilson claiming she acted only as a steward, historians who have analyzed the Wilson term in office confirm that for well over a year, Mrs. Wilson was effectively president, and although a woman president is yet to be formally elected to the White House, here are 10 quotes of the strongest women of the real world at silver screen. Blah, blah, blah. Number four, government mind control. Conspiracy? The CIA was testing LSD and other hallucinogenic drugs on Americans in a top-secret experiment on behavior modification. The truth? The program was known as MKUltra, and it was real. The CIA started use by using volunteers. The novelist Ken Kessley, or Kessie, was one notable subject. But the program had soon began dosing people without their knowledge. MKUltra left many victims permanently mentally disabled. At the present time, another drug that alters food and perception and is causing great public concern because its harmful effects is meth. Number five, the Dalai Lama's impressive salary. Conspiracy, the Dalai Lama is a CIA agent. The truth, perhaps the reason the Dalai Lama is smiling in all those photos has something to do with the six-figure salary he pulled down from the U.S. government during the 1960s. According to declassified intelligence documents, he earned 180000 in connection with the CIA's funding of the Tibetan resistance to the tune of $1.7 million per year. The idea was to disrupt and hamper China's infrastructure. The Dalai Lama is believed to have the power to choose the body into which he is reincarnated, meaning that the current Dalai Lama is a reincarnated of the last. Today, millions of people across all religions believe in reincarnation. Number six, John Lennon was under government surveillance. Conspiracy? The FBI was spying on the former Beatle, John Lennon. The truth? They most certainly were. Like many counterculture heroes, Lennon was considered a threat. 
anti-war songs like Give Peace a Chance didn't exactly endear former Beatle John Lennon to the Nixon administration, NPR reported in 2010. In 1971, the FBI put John Lennon under surveillance, and the Immigration and Naturalization Service tried to deport him a year later. In 1957, John Lennon and Paul McCartney met at a party in Woolton. Just yards away from their meeting place was the grave of Eleanor Rigby. A bizarre coincidence or not? Number seven, the government is spying on you. Conspiracy. With the advances in technology, the government is using its vast resources to track citizens. The truth? In 2016, government agencies sent 49,868 requests for user data to Facebook, 27,850 to Google, and 9,076 to Apple, according to the Electronic Frontier Foundation, a major nonprofit organization that defends civil liberties in the digital world and advises the public on matters of internet privacy. If you are concerned about your internet privacy, we have asked technology experts to give us the lowdown on the likelihood you are being watched through your computer camera. That's creepy. Number eight, fake battle, real war. Conspiracy, the Gulf of Tonkin incident on August 2nd, 1964 was faked to provoke American support for the Vietnam War. The truth by the time news reached American ears, the facts surrounding the North Vietnamese attack on the American naval ship Maddox were really fuzzy. Declassified intelligence documents have since revealed that the Maddox had provided support for South Vietnamese attacks on a nearby island and that North Vietnamese were responding in kind, according to the U.S. Naval Institute. The event opened the floodgates for direct American military involvement in Vietnam. Number nine, Big Tobacco knew that cigarettes caused cancer. Conspiracy? For decades, tobacco companies buried evidence that smoking is deadly. The truth? At the beginning of the 1950s, research was showing an indisputable statistical link between smoking and lung cancer, but it wasn't until the late 1990s that Philip Morris even admitted that smoking could cause cancer. The benefits of smoking of quitting smoking are huge. Food, ta food tastes better, your mouth feels fresher, and most importantly, your risk of tobacco-related diseases drops significantly. There's alien evidence in the American Southwest. Conspiracy, E.T. is buried in the desert of New Mexico. The truth? This one is real. The Atari video game E.T., the extraterrestrial, failed so miserably that the company buried unsold cartridges in the desert landfill. Right. That one was less exciting. Canada tried to develop Gadar. The, can the Canadian government was so paranoid about homosexuality that it developed a Gadar machine. The truth? It really happened. In the 1960s, the government hired a university professor to develop a way to detect homosexuality in federal employees. He came up with a machine that measured pupil dilation in response to same-sex erotic imagery. The 
Canadian government used it to exclude or fire more than 400 men in civil service, the military, and the Mounties. That's really messed up. Number 12, the Illuminati and the U.S. government. Conspiracy, a secret society that rules the world, the Illuminati and the U.S. National Security Agency are in cahoots. The truth, we're here to tell you a link does in fact exist. Of course, that link is actually a hyperlink, or electronic link between two internet sites. If you type Illuminati backwards, itenimuli, into web browser, you will land on the NSA website. Click on the link if you dare. That's creepy. All right. Let's take a break. All right. So we hop over to BuzzFeed, an article by Andrea Moore that just has little clips of conspiracy theories that roll around. Um, I think these came from Reddit. Here are 17 of the best responses that range from government secrets to movie scandals. Number one, Area 51 was a conspiracy theory that started by the U.S. government to lead the Soviet Union into falsely believing that the U.S. had alien technology during the Cold War. That could make sense. Number two, American public education is purposely declining to promote consumerism and make a more subservient population. For example, public schools used to teach home economics, woodshop, or auto shop. By cutting the budget for these programs, you're going to end up with adults who don't know how to cook, so they spend all their money at restaurants. They don't know how to sew, so they spend all their money on clothes, and they understand how to make small repairs. So they spend all their monies on handymen or take care of their cars. So they spend all their money on car dealerships or auto shops. And everyone will get ripped off because they are completely dependent on what the mechanic says instead of having their own pool of knowledge to draw from. Number three, the killer clowns of 2016 were originally a promotion for it, but it got out of hand. Number four. I think the trend where you show a picture of yourself now versus 10 years ago was promoted, if not invented, by Facebook-owned social media companies in order to train artificial intelligence to be able to recognize and analyze how faces age. Number five, human cloning was already been done or attempted. We cloned a sheep named Dolly in 1996, and humans aren't that much different to sheep in their early blastocyst or embryonic development. Some government agency has probably cloned a human and are watching over that person right now. Number six, the art market is actually a huge money laundering scheme. I don't remember when I read this, but it said the kingpins and criminals will often buy paintings and sculptures for millions of dollars in order to make dirty money transactions legal. Robert Kardashian destroyed evidence that would have convicted OJ. He had handed a Louis Vuitton garment bag of, by OJ's assistant right as OJ returned from Chicago. None of the cops paid any attention to him as he walked away with the bag. But the bag theory was discovered a month later. Kardashian claimed to have lost it. 
Number eight, the U.S. military influenced the popularity of the high school football to make sure high school graduates were in great shape when they signed up for the military service. Number nine, Kenneth Lay from Enron faked his own death so he could escape the U.S. and not serve his time for fraud he was convicted of. I believe he is alive and well, living off the $300 million he stole from Enron. Number 10. The True Crypt organization was bullied, bought off, and suddenly ceasing operation to encourage other closed-source encryption alternatives with backdoors. Number 11. CSI television shows purportedly over-exaggerate the forensic capabilities of various law enforcement departments to help project an image of total competence. Number 12. My mom has a theory that whenever a contestant on Wheel of Fortune gets greedy, they manipulate the wheel to land on bankrupt. Also, when there is a good-looking girl on, she believes they manipulate the game so that the girl wins. Someone was paid off to get rid of paprika-flavored potato chips in Lithuania in all major supermarkets but one. Three months ago, you could find it anywhere, and it was like the third or fourth most popular flavor, I think. Number 14. The measuring line on your detergent container are way more than you actually need, so you use it faster and buy more detergent. If your clothes smell musty after you wash and dry them, it's because all the excess soap didn't rinse out. 15. That all the souvenir shops on prominent shopping streets in London, England are money laundering fronts, the ones with massive floor space, selling key rings and knockoff hoodies, yet have no customers and only young male staff. 16. I once saw in one of those YouTube compilation videos where someone had said they were convinced that these type posts come up every now and then for Big Brother to check on the popularity of conspiracy theories, and now I'm convinced. 30 of the scariest and creepiest theories shared by people on Reddit in a viral thread by Naringa Utarite. I need to go to sleep, but I can't put my phone away because this thread. Someone commented in the now viral Reddit thread. In it, hundreds of people are sharing their replies to what is the scariest, creepiest theory you know about, ranging from theories about space travel to death. The answers are all sorts of intriguing. I came into this thread unafraid of death. I'm leaving petrified. Thanks, someone commented. And we can't help but agree. More than 65,000 people like the thread prompting it to go viral on the social media platform. Number one, may or may not be a theory, but the first thing I thought of was the feeling you get when you're on top of a building and think, what if I jumped? Or when you're driving and think, what if I swerve into traffic? Well, it's actually got a name. L'Appel du Vide, French for the call of the void. I always thought the idea of some ethereal president or presence calling you towards darkness. It's creepy. Number two, we've all pretty much heard of Uncanny Valley, the creeped out anxious feeling when you look at something that's humanoid, but there's something clearly wrong with it, like wax figures at Madame Tussauds or AI robot Sophia. But my favorite theory to come out of it is that we get the strange feeling because somewhere along human evolution, we've learned that to be wary of things that look human 
that aren't. Number three, more of a story than a theory, but it correlates to some of these and makes me think some could be real. When I was younger, I had this little stuffed animal, dog named Rocky. One night, my younger sisters and I, who all slept in the same room so we could hang out together, were messing around, and I handed over head, hand over head, tossed Rocky into the wall directly in front of my bed. He hit the wall, slid down behind whatever was in front of my bed, and was never seen again. I immediately went to go get him, and he just wasn't there. He wasn't anywhere. We tore the whole entire small room apart. We all saw the event occur. Over time, the room has been completely emptied out. Everything in it rearranged, walls painted everything, and no Rocky. He just completely phased out of existence. Makes me think he glitched out of the system or something. Number five, our world is out perception of our surrounding in our three-dimensional life. It's possible we are living amongst beings, things, and events that we cannot experience because we are three-dimensional, and they are not. Number seven, the Gian bottleneck theory. Basically, the reason we've never encountered or been contacted by aliens is because they're all dead. Every alien species that evolved to form advanced societies eventually outgrew their planet and destroyed themselves, like we are. Number eight. Cosmology can be disturbing. For instance, I recently learned of dead-end trips. There are some destinations that you shouldn't try for. It's possible to travel so far away from where you started that the expansion of the universe will exceed the speed you were traveling at. You can't return home because home is receding faster than you can travel. If you can't reach your destination, it's because it's receding faster than you can travel. You can no longer get anywhere, only get further away from everything. You cannot reach any destination, even if you traveled forever. Number nine, humans are scared of things that mimic them too perfectly. The theory is that we developed this because there was a superior or a super predator of some sort that would mimic us and then kill us, but we never knew what happened to it. Number 10, there's the theory which states that if ever anyone discovers exactly what the universe is for or why it is here, it will instantly disappear and be replaced by something even more bizarre and inexplicable. There is another theory which states that this has already happened. Number 11, that there is no secret society controlling everything and humans by themselves are destroying humanity and themselves. It's just easier to think there's someone else behind all the evil. Number 12, the theory that we're all quantum immortals, and some, when someone dies in our reality, for them, they just keep going on in a reality where they didn't. 13, that we have so little data about the deep, dark parts of the ocean and don't truly know what lurks down there. 14, it's scary that there are thousands of serial killers out there at any one given time who often just blend in with the rest of society and live normal lives. Many will never be caught. 15. If you die by being beheaded, the last thing you might see is your decapitated body. Number 16. That humans almost went extinct. 70,000 years ago, a volcano in Indonesia erupted. There's theories that we have a genetic bottleneck around that time. Took our population to 10,000 to 3,000, like the size of one small town. Lots of fresh genetic material died with those 
who were lost and resulted in inbreeding could have resulted in some genetic diseases that have made their way into humans today. Without this event, we may have advanced faster and be healthier people today. 17. Not a theory, really. Schizophrenia, schizophrenia can happen to anyone, at any age, even to perfectly healthy people. Imagine being normal and then waking up one day and seeing and hearing things that aren't actually there. This is really scary and creepy. Number 18. I had a professor in college who taught physics, and he explained why we will never like likely never come across aliens. The universe is about 14 billion years old. Over the course of that time, it's likely that intelligent life, besides life on Earth, has existed. However, 14 year, billion years is an insanely long time. Other life forms have probably risen and fallen thousands of times over. Extreme dynasties with technology we can only dream of having probably existed. Life forms could have lasted hundreds of thousands of years and still not even been close to our timeline. The chances of other intelligent life forms existing at the same time as humans in the 14 billion years of the universe has hosted possibility for life is really unlikely. Statistically, intelligent life to have formed, prospered, and even existed at the same time as humans is extremely small simply due to the absolute drop in a bucket that we are on the terms of time. We may very well be completely alone in the universe. Number 19. Okay, this one is rough, so bear with me. So the common time travel question is, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? Well, imagine if that was you. To us, the current timeline, you would be a hero that killed someone truly evil before you had a chance to corrupt or endanger anyone. But to people of that time, you are a monster, a baby killer. They couldn't exactly explain to people, I was sent from the future to kill this baby to save hundreds of millions of lives. No one would believe him and would just assume he was some nutcase. Or maybe they're not allowed to tell anyone as per agreement with the future government. It makes you wonder all the time, all the people through time that have been called monsters for killing babies. What if they were just heroes from the future saving for all of us? They couldn't tell anyone either. Number 20. The Dark Forest Theory This explains the Fremi Paradox, why we haven't seen other advanced life forms despite the vastness of the universe. Other advanced life forms don't send out signals into the rest of the universe because they're worried that something more advanced and dangerous is going to find them first. There's another idea that other civilizations know there's something out there but don't send any signals because it has no reason to not wipe out the entire planet. There's a science fiction book based on this, and I think the quote explains it better than I can. The universe is a dark forest. Every civilization is an armed hunter stalking through the trees like a ghost, gently pushing aside branches that block the path and trying to tread without a sound. Even breathing is done with care. The hunter has to be careful because everywhere in the forest are stealthy hunters like him. If he finds another life, another hunter, angel, a demon, a delicate infant, a tottering old man, a fairy, or demigod, there's only one thing he can do. Open fire and eliminate him. 21. That you might be aware of everything happening to you during surgery. The anesthesia keeps you from moving and causes you to forget. That's messed up. <laughs> that's creepy 22 
During the Challenger accident of 1986, when the shuttle exploded, the ground crews had the astronauts' EKGs and vital scans after the explosion. The astronauts were still alive. Theory has it that they were cognizant the entire time until they crashed into the ocean. 23. The theory that scented candles started getting poor reviews at the same time COVID hit the U.S. Makes you wonder how many people have mild COVID before we even knew about it. Pairing the lack of taste or smell as one of the main symptoms associated with a mild COVID case. 24. Some people have had strange near-death experiences. Going through websites cataloging them can be a trip. I'm willing to attribute some of them to brain damage, and some as legit, though I'll never be able to tell which is which. Deathbed visions give me a warmer sense of security. I can't imagine how peaceful it must be to die and see your loved ones there to ensure you make it safely to the other side. 25. The universe could be dying, and we'd have no way to know until we just suddenly vanish from existence. There could be some sort of quantum energy wave. Can't remember what it's called because it's been so long I read about it. Zero point collapse, maybe. Vacuum burble, bubble burst. But whatever it is, it's an energy wave that starts at some point and spreads outward at the speed of light, annihilating any matter, energy, or even space-time in its path. Because the wave travels at the speed of light, it is invisible. We would have no way of seeing it coming, because any light emitted by it would hit us at the exact same time the wave itself hit us. So all of a sudden the sun might vanish from existence. We wouldn't notice because the sun's light from eight minutes ago would still be reaching us. Eight minutes later, the earth just vanishes from existence. No warning, no trace. 26. The theory that the last moments of consciousness before death can feel like a literal eternity, and where your mind can create entire realities from blissful to horrifying. So in a way, the threat of enduring a hellscape of eternal suffering is really very real, no matter what you believe. 27. Spontaneous Combustion I watched a strange but true episode about this as a child and was convinced I'd randomly burst into flames one day. I'm over it now, but it was my top fear for a long time. 28. The theory that there was an infinite number of parallel universes branching out at each moment with all possible outcomes for each situation. Let's say this is true, and you play Russian Roulette. Five out of six of the possible you would live and one would die. But no matter how many times you play, there would always be versions of you that would survive. This would give those versions of you the illusion of immortality. This would mean that no matter what risks you would take, there would always be some versions of you that would survive. If this is true, it would mean that you could live your life completely free from the fear of death and take on any risk. But the only way to know if this is true is to expose yourself to high odds of death repeatedly. Also, this would mean that as time passed, there would always be a more decrepit and invalid version of you surviving, maybe forever. Anyways, that are lizard people. 29. The first man in space, some Russian cosmonaut whose name I can't remember, was not the first, truly. The actual first was a cosmonaut whose mission was unsuccessful, and he either died in orbit or re-entry. Once it became apparent that he was doomed, the Russian authorities cut off communications, leaving him to die in isolation, and covered up the existence of the mission. Number 30. I saw a theory that we truly live through our entire life again in the moments before death. 
but that it's on loop. When you reach your moment of death, during your moment of death, you relive it again and again and again, trapped in a loop with no difference, no awareness forever. Let's take a break. Women, life, freedom. All right. I think that's a good place to stop. While there are so many more conspiracy theories that we could possibly get into tonight, um, I think I will save some of those for separate episodes just by themselves. So thank you guys for voting on the Facebook page to hear about conspiracy theories and put it as one of our top three that you want to hear about soon. So thank you for that. Be sure to follow us on the Facebook page at Paranormal Stories, Spooky Shiz in parentheses. Paranormal Stories, Spooky Shiz. Check us out there. It's a great way to connect with me and send me your story for future episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Stay spooky, my friends.